Do I have to shout a bit? Yes. Yeah, I we do. just have to talk loudly. Okay. Okay. Is it already starting? Yeah, but it's okay. We can always delete shit. Yeah, so today we're recording from home. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> because uh, still the same, the same from yeah. last episode. We're not feeling well. Um, no. I got my teeth ta- a- taken out in two days, but now yeah. I already had two weeks of pain, so I'm kind of over it at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah, Raya is also still feeling sick, so we're yeah. we're doing great today is our ultimate christmas slash new year episode yeah. i'll have a little bit of an introduction like one of my i wouldn't say she's a childhood friend because we're not friends but like i know her <laughs> since i was like five mm-hmm. she leads a blog which is called your career your way for people who want to build a career since i'm not that person although i do want to build a career but it's just not in the corporate sphere mm-hmm. some of the things that she writes is like really useful to me too one of the things that she recommends to do every single year is a like a performance review and that's exactly what we're doing this episode do we want to begin by good things positive shit or do we want to start with negative sad stuff um let's start with one good thing as a, for a smooth start and then we can go into <laughs> negative <laughs> stuff <laughs> then we can glide into yes. depression yes. okay <laughs> um, um that's a cute one to start what did you accomplish this year you weren't sure you could Big or small, take a moment to soak that in. Am I am I taking am I soaking right now? <laughs> I'm not. I mean, maybe you first need to know in what you're soaking. Yeah, I would say I'm very critical of myself. I think we figured that out. It does point. not matter what I do. I will not take it as an accomplishment. And I feel like now I'm whining a little bit, but I feel like I feel like my parents were never good at acknowledging our accomplishments. Mm-hmm. And I know that they're proud of me, I mm-hmm. hope, but I never kind of get that message of like you did well. So I never I never think that I did well. Yeah. So even with the podcast, for example, even if I get good reviews or even if people say, Valerie, and you are doing well. Yeah. yeah. For me, it's like, I could have done so much better and I'm trying to find bad things. But I would say my biggest accomplishment, I think this was the first year where I was 100% sure that the decisions that I have made and that I'm making, okay, 99.9% sure, the decisions that I'm making in my study direction are right. Yeah. That's nice. I've made a decision to study my bachelor degree for one more year. Also made an active decision that I want to focus on skill mm-hmm. building and that I really want to know how to make chairs and how to weld. I realized that taking another year to study wouldn't be a sacrifice, but would be like paying into my future self. Yeah. What That's about you? Nice. I asked a question, but I think it's a hard question to answer. Um, I think a lot, a lot of small and bigger moments where I really thought it feels like I cannot go through that. I don't know how I... Things where I feel like, okay, I'm stuck with something and I, I don't know how to get to the other point. And I always manage to get to another point. Yeah. And I think that I trust myself more now at the end yeah. of this year than at the beginning that yeah. I always get through that, which is super nice. Ooh, this is a good one. Did you surprise yourself this year? And I would say I did surprise myself but it was also a bit of magic in there Mm -hmm. because this was a very hard year 
But I remember last year having those moments of, oh, it would be cool to exhibit here. Oh, it could be cool to work here. Mm -hmm. Oh, it would be nice to live here. And this year I'm working in exactly the gallery where I was thinking, oh, it would be nice to work here. Mm -hmm. I live with the person where I was thinking, oh, it would be really nice to live with Valerie. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, it was a long time ago. It was my dream to go and study in Vienna. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah. And of course, you could say that it's magic and I feel like it's magic. But at the end of the day, it is also, I also made it happen. Yeah, it's both, which it's, is super. It's both. Yeah. But it, it's also obviously my parents' support. I would never do yeah, anything yeah. without them. I shouldn't deny myself the knowledge that I also did something yes. for things I wanted to happen yes. to happen. Exactly. That, that's like with the first question, kind of yeah. reconnecting that we had to like soak that in what you also achieved. I think that's yeah. what you said. Yeah. Did you surprise yourself maybe in a negative way as well? <laughs> Um, good, good question. Um, sometimes, yeah, maybe, maybe in, in some ways I did also just in stupid ways where I thought I could do more art projects, for example. Yeah. Because I worked less and now our university was like, there was much more program and I couldn't do more than a year ago. And there I was like kind of bummed out because I had a different expectation of right. what's gonna happen and also I had these faces where I felt amazing about myself about my life mm. and I thought this is gonna now last. I knew it wasn't gonna last forever but I felt like this is a base where I can work on and then sometimes it and it always happens I was then not a bit surprised that it still was just a phase for two weeks and yeah. I think that happened to me quite a lot that I always have to back go back to this realization of being like okay you felt really good and that's amazing you should enjoy it but some feelings are coming back or some patterns which you thought you have left behind what you attract with people and workspaces that you sometimes fall again into the same patterns mm -hmm. and you were like I thought I, I've gone through that and I exited it yeah. and I'm still back at the same point yeah. maybe in a different situation but the same problems yeah and there i had some bummers yeah but in the end they're all like i think also not too bad yeah how about you mm, bad points and surprises this year i had the realization that okay this is gonna sound so sad i'm not staying here forever mm. it was the first year where my health started to deteriorate at a grand speed this is also the year where i finally combated bulimia I no longer have bulimia, but this was the first year where I started seeing the results of mm -hmm. the 10 years of having bulimia. Yep. My teeth are horrible and I have awful problems with my stomach. And this was the first year where like for a week I couldn't eat anything but rice just because I was in awful pain. Yeah. And there's nothing I can do about it. Like, I'll never get back the health that I had. Mm -hmm. um, this was the first year where I was like, you really have to look after your health. And this was also a year where I realized, yeah, but I can't. Yeah. Because I'm still in, like, this immigrant position. And health isn't very accessible to me. Yeah. So for me, this was, like, the year of, fuck, I need to look after my health. And me taking a decision, a stupid decision, me growing into this art persona I want to be. And me getting to know the people I want to get to know hinders me from actually keeping a healthy lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I'm still not there. 
and I'm still oh yes that's a struggle trying to achieve mm-hmm. it yeah I'm I'm not leading a healthy yeah. lifestyle yeah no it's super hard and yeah with also the seeing the results of stuff that you can't change anymore yep I think I had this like in a different and lot smaller way for me this year I was surprised how many old patterns and old hurtful things are still with me that I yes. thought no like that wasn't or where I thought I was bad but I'm over it yeah. and I was like oh I'm not over it but not like <laughs> Not over like a specific person, but just like a feeling or like a pain. Mm-hmm. Someone can say something so small and I'm completely back in that feeling. Yes. And that's like a surprise that we never like of being yeah. like, fuck, I, I not, still care. Yes, I still care. I still care. Yeah. And it's not just caring, but also I'm still hurting. Yeah. 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 It just takes energy and you're like, I want to focus my energy on the, on the things that I have because they're really great, but I'm taking a lot of baggage with me. Mm-hmm. And working on that baggage and making it smaller or like learning how to carry it is like, it's a long way. Yeah. Yeah. No, like a cute husky puppy. Like, yeah, it was like, oh, I need to show it to you. It was like really cute. I really want a puppy. Yeah, me too. Can we have one? I don't (laughs) know if you can even keep puppies in this flat. I don't know. We can ask. If you ever have a puppy, I'm, I'm, I'm a lot of help. I could be a lot of help. I'm a good puppy mama. Perfect. While doing our portfolio, because that's what we have to do, I realized that. I have two very clear paths in my art practice. Mm -hmm. This was the first year where I have no paintings in my portfolio. Mm -hmm. And I feel fine about it. Because for so many years, I was Raya the painter among like the the people who knew me. Mm -hmm. And now I never do it. And next year, I'm looking forward to do painting as uh, like for my soul. Mm -hmm. I'm looking not... Painting is something for your having like it's yeah, but like not putting pressure on myself yeah, yeah. to do it like with concepts and shit. I don't want any concepts. Like I have some footage that I want to put into painting. Amazing, and that footage can only stay with me. So um, I really just looking forward to painting for my own pleasure. I'm looking forward to do more casting because this mm-hmm. year I got into casting and right now I'm doing like the boulder holds out of soap and I'm loving it yes. I'm looking forward to doing more like laser cutting next year and just generally using the materials that I have got to know mm-hmm. in the last like three months and and I'm just really excited because there's so many more possibilities and doors that have been open to me and what I have been saying that one of the huge parts of my portfolio is actually like Vermittlung or like art mediation mm-hmm. And I realized that I love doing that too. And as I had an idea of creating like an alternative English textbook, I want to pursue that because what was stopping me from that was like, Rai, you're just lazy to do projects, serious projects, you know, like sculpture projects or like doing a huge painting. That's why you want to make a fucking book. Mm -hmm. And then I realized, no, this is actually something that brings me pleasure. And I love that. And teaching formats is what I love. I'm going to keep doing it. Amazing. Yeah, I think oh, it's so interesting to think back what, what happened this year because somehow I sometimes feel like I don't didn't do, do a lot in art, but at the same time I did. I've ex- 
I exhibited a lot. I had nine exhibitions. Yeah. And I just ignored that fact because I'm like, but I didn't have to do every something new for each one of them. But like, yeah, I still <laughs> had to do stuff. But I think that's a problem that artists think that they should exhibit new stuff all of the time. Yeah. And that's really not the case. No. You it can always work. Like you, can, you, you don't get money most of the time for the no. exhibitions. You, it's just not. This is a boundary you yeah. need to give yourself. Yeah. To also, if you, okay, you don't get money for it. What is in your possibility to do then? Yes. Exactly. Like, of course, it's nice, especially as a young emerging artist, to like do cool shit that you're happy with to show. Yeah. But like, you still need to look after yourself. Yeah, and you need to see like, oh wow, is this place good enough for me to make a site-specific project here, or is it just a regular white cube? then how much time do I will to invest into it? I might invest some more time, especially if I feel like it, if I feel inspired, and if the place is super cool, it's like, I don't know, a cave next to the sea. Then yeah, it makes sense to make something site-specific, but otherwise, yeah, I totally agree with you. But at the same time, I also realized that I like working like that because it exhibitions or like deadlines with a theme or like with, I know where I'm going to show it, inspire me. Yeah, I think I... Because sometimes I was scared, okay, if, I, if I'm going to exhibit a lot, I'm not going to do new shit because I'm always going to play it safe. Yeah. And f- kind of the opposite happened yeah. in painting. I think like I play it so safe in the way I keep painting with exhibitions. Yeah. But in painting, I took a lot of risk and I tried out new stuff, yeah. new formats. I went really big or like, um, yeah, just like different themes and with text and whatever. And you and experiment I, with materials exactly. too. And I think that inspired me for the exhibitions yeah. because then I'm like, I have a reason that I want to see something else. I want to show yeah. something really cool. I want to try out new stuff. I'm not going to just say that and then not do it for three years. Yeah. But I actually know till the end of the month I need to have it. Yeah. So no, painting is fucking scary. Yeah. It painting is. is so scary. <laughs> I wanted, I don't do it because I'm scared I'm going to fail. <laughs> it's so much yeah. harder to fail with... When you know your machines, they are machines. Painting is no machine yeah so i I always feel like i can't lie with painting no No matter how i feel you always see it in the painting not that i'm like oh i'm sad it's gonna be black and white and i'm crying like i'm painting with tears not like that but it's always it's kind of it's so one-to-one kind of yeah i don't know what it is i'm still trying to figure it out what it is it's like a fight session with the canvas like you're trying to convince the canvas or like you're trying to convince yourself that you're gonna you're gonna make it better than the white square that it was what do you do to it that it becomes better than a white square Mm -hmm. and i feel like because a white square is always better yeah and for me it's always that case how do i make something so flat seem so deep yeah i don't know so it's alive hard. somehow because yeah. i think canvases or like just paintings each one of them kind of has a personality for me yes because also when you look at them you see their mood you see i don't know you see a lot of things yeah. they give you tons of information yeah. and also when i do my own canvases or when i prepare stuff yeah. i always feel like the relationship with the canvas already starts at this yeah. point and i try to figure out what kind of personality it will become yeah but that's a lot of a big part is just also for me, of course. Yeah. But this, it also, at the same time, the canvas transforms me. That sounds really cheesy. But I did this one video work where I talk about that because I worked on this 10-meter painting Yeah. where I didn't have the control anymore. And then I, I was more... I felt like the con- canvas is more in control of me than I am in control of the canvas. Yeah, that can happen. Yeah. yeah. And it's and not comfortable. But it was interesting. Yeah. But what I meant was... We can talk about it in a separate episode yes. as well about painting specifically. But every time that I paint, it's a very physical work. Yeah. It's 
you are very physically tired afterwards in the way that is not uplifting. Mm, for, for me, me it is. For me, if I if I start in the morning, I finish at night, it's not an uplifting way. I'm drained. Yeah. And then I can appreciate that I've created something great. There is a feeling of I created something great. Mm-hmm. If it's not something great that I created, it completely kills me. That's why I stopped painting. I think often when I... Yeah, we can talk about it another time. But often when I paint, I get into this adrenaline, adrenaline Yeah, it's rush. there, but when it stops... When it stops, depends, yeah. Yeah. But it often gives me, like, this adrenaline rush is really nice as a feeling. Yeah. Um, but if I don't get into that, it's really hard to paint. Yeah. When it's just, like, this very mechanical thing, yeah. oh, how do you get started there? Yeah. I don't know. Okay, now moving away from us, and I feel like we can divide this podcast episode into two. People can listen about us, and people can listen about our observations of the world. What could you say about this this year in general, like society-wise? Like, what have you noticed about this year in culture or anything? Like, I don't know, where has the world moved? Oh, what a question. Do you have an answer for that? I do. Wow, okay, that's a high standard. Because I don't know if I do. Um, We're only about high standards here. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to start, maybe? Because I feel like I need, I, need, I need a minute to figure this. Oh, you need to soak it? Yes. <laughs> so yes. you need to soak in the yes. thought okay um, my thought was and I already mentioned it today and just weren't listening I was um, yeah. but I don't want to say your thing yeah true my thing was <laughs> that this year was this year this year was this year <laughs> dot we are finished here with <laughs> this yep. is a finished sentence um, okay I have observed while going to the cinema, because this year I started going to the cinema again, or just appreciating the cinema again. I noticed that a lot of films, including, for example, The Triangle of Sadness that I wanted to see for so long, um, or The White Lotus, my favorite Mm. series this year, they're all talking about the inequality between the classes. The setting is the same. It's like always like this location of a resort mm-hmm. and the beach and there are always people who serve and the people who get served and yeah like there are so many films I just gave two examples in series about the class struggle mm-hmm. and I feel like I'm seeing it in the way that for example the account of Kendall Jenner is treated that before people were like bo- bowing down to her having private jets mm-hmm. and this year is the year we're starting to see comments criticizing it. And we did a project about that too, yeah. I just realized. So proud of herself. Right. But this was, to be honest, like now looking back at it, I'm, I feel like I was just reacting and you were just yes. also reacting to, to the fact that something has changed from 2016 for sure in 2017 and yeah. 18, that there is this shift that being super rich is not cool anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think like it's it's a theme that obviously was always there and people always tried to fight for it, but suddenly it became um fashionable. Yeah. Um to make <laughs> why are you laughing at me? <laughs> yeah, God. Yeah, that it's fashionable to also for like again, movies that have a lot of money or um series to yeah. do works about it. Yeah. Um, but I think that's also good because it's an important topic, obviously. Like yeah. class is, is such a main thing of how you're treated in this society. Um I, f- I feel like I don't have one answer to it. I, I just feel confused and all mm-hmm. at this point. I think I'm also like I spent not so much time but still too much time on 
I don't know, TikTok and Instagram, whatever. And there's like all these discussions and everyone is reacting to everything and oh, all yeah. the time and everyone is angry at everyone. And yeah. there are also these super cool safe spaces, which are super cute and I love it. And puppies getting rescued. It's like mostly my feed is at this point is mostly that. Right. Because I need it for my emotional health. Right. But at the same time, it's still there. And I feel like I had like... The Two years before, I was really active, or like I was quite active <laughs> in politics. <laughs> in multiple college committees. In what? I was very active in multiple college committees. No, no, no. Of sorry. course. Yeah. <laughs> but like in politics. Yeah. And uh, I want to stay. I, I am still, it's still a very important theme for me and like activism. Yeah. But I pushed myself a bit out of it because I was like I don't know I, I need to figure stuff out yeah. I need to like it's this all the time everything at the same it's like I, yeah. I can't handle it yeah. and I also feel a bit bad because I feel like I wanna I should have known more things this year about news and shit I mean I knew like the base or like stuff that I felt like it's really important right now but I knew also other stuff would have been really important which I don't know anything about it which in other years I would have known more yeah I also feel like a lot of people feel that way in my, like, when I talk with people I'm in friends with. Yeah, when I talk with people I'm friends with that are, like, also criticizing the left bubble. I mean, the left bubble also criticizes itself. It's, like, a common trait in it. I'm one of those but, people sometimes. Yeah, exactly. But I'm also <laughs> doing it. No, I'm yeah, saying it more like it's... to which degree. Like, but I it's like, I also that. criticize it. And I think it's, like, the most common yeah. trait that the left is always criticizing each other. It's, like... They always stay in that, yeah. which is also super good, but also sometimes yeah. difficult to... I think it's more and more that people first... It's maybe also our age. At first, you're just in it and do shit. And suddenly you're like, but this is kind of... I don't like how this is yeah. how this is happening. Mm-hmm. I want to... Uh, and then you're like, but there's so much stuff to change. And also the people that want to change with you, you also don't agree with them sometimes. So at this point, I would just say I'm just overwhelmed. I mean, I have an explanation for that. I can maybe out myself here. With all of the wars in the world, I this year was like a wake-up call, I think, for a lot of people yeah. that the patriarchy still exists. Yes. We exist in an unfair world led by white men. Mm. And it's going to stay that way, whether we want it or not, years longer, just because things don't change quick enough. Yeah, And I think many people have realized things don't change quick enough. Okay, maybe I'm being too harsh, but it's like... You are far left when you are very young mm-hmm. and you love the ideas and you want to spread them and it's beautiful. And then I think at some age, and I think we've reached that age, you bump into the realization of like, I want the world to be far left, but it's just not. Yeah. And it's a reality that does not exist. How do I exist in this new reality? Yeah, like where do I make compromise and where do I not make compromise? Exactly. And this question is like, also an art where do I yeah. want to exhibit like is it okay I like we had this um, interview with uh, like an artist that exhibits a lot of paintings and she was like politics are so important for her and a lot more important art yeah but she still also exhibits a place where UBS gives money to it UBS Group AG is a major Swiss bank based in Zurich UBS has been a sponsor to many cultural events and organizations, including Art Basel, and also the bank owns 30 
thousand works of art created after 1960. So they focus on collecting art, which is contemporary. Because yeah. she needs to survive and that's her compromise. Yeah. And these questions, I think like you, I already said this in English, but like bite on them a long time, like they're mm -hmm. hard to swallow and like how do you... It, there's not oh, like right a or hard wrong. pill to Yeah, swallow. not only a hard pill, but just like you're trying to figure it out and there's not yeah. right or wrong. You need to... No. Survive. <laughs> survive and also... S yeah. It's like yeah. your decision how you deal with it. Yeah. Especially as an it's artist, like you need to make it public in some way. I still think the people who are within the system, but trying to change something within the system, achieve more than the people outside the system. Mm -hmm. um, it's like Andrea Fraser, who questions the institution within the institution. Yeah. And it, she achieved quite a lot. More people started doing these new formats that she's proposing. And I feel like you have to get to a certain level where you can actually make change. Yeah. And that comes with stepping on your morals a little bit sometimes, I guess. Not it's always. It's a hard question. It's I think also, like, yeah. who changes more? I think the, the, the one in the institution changes more in that specific institution yeah. a lot more. The one outside of the institution maybe threatens more the complete system. True. The, yes. like, also of, like, yeah. how do you even live and capitalism and all that stuff. You can't threaten that while you say institution. In yes. So it's, like, a decision of which one. Yeah. It's hard to combine. Maybe you can also combine it, but, like. Yeah. True, I agree. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like two very different ways, but like you can make change in both yeah. of them. Yeah, and there's no right or wrong. Yeah. Okay, what about the most influential things out of like the media that you have seen, you have listened to, you have read? Um, I have one book that I, it's not about art, but which That's I can okay. recommend. That's okay. You know, artists <laughs> can live as well oh, sometimes. Thank you. I'm they so glad to hear that. Like, oh, about I was really worried, actually. <laughs> yeah. oh, spit it out. Um, because it's about relationships and it's called Polysecure. You also started reading it, right? And I think. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why are you laughing? I, I started, but like, I never got to anywhere. I also didn't I'm get not it to secure. you. I'm not secure. I'm also not secure. No one is secure. And I, it's it's not. I don't want to recommend it just for if you want to be in poly relationships because I don't know where I stand right now with what relationship with forms. Poly? I I don't know. I, I'm confused about life. But it's no matter what relationship forms yeah. you want. Um, it's a great book yeah. and I realized a lot of things of why I act the way I act and why other people acted the way they acted and it's super nice to reflect yeah that was a book and then a series I don't have I only have like stupid shit but I, I, had, I, had, I have a big recommendation if you ever feel overwhelmed and sad about the world and your art practice watch on Netflix the series Wild Babies okay. it's like about wild babies and you see them growing up and none of them dies oh my like gosh, because yes. normally in these like st like documentaries it's always so sad because in yeah. the end everyone dies and it's like their mother cries and they lay there and you're like I can't do this anymore yeah with that series everything is okay I mean of course they struggle but it's fine and they have names it's amazing and it made me feel so good um, yeah I also had a huge like obsession with Umbrella Academy for some time Okay. Yeah. Also not art related. Yeah. But I just wanted to mention yeah. that. Good. Yeah. And me, I mean, I've loved her last year and I still love her this year. My favorite writer of all times is Olivia Lang. And I think that's a part of that is 
<laughs> I have a subscription to like a subversive publishing house in Moscow. Mm-hmm. They publish stuff that's not allowed to be published and I just support and follow them. Nice. And they publish a lot of female and feminist writers and one of them is Olivia Lang. And I started with one of her books, which is her first book called Crudo, which mm-hmm. means raw. And it's written in the way that every day of the year of, I don't know which one, I think 2015, like before Trump got selected or just when he got selected. Anyways, she was writing every day of that year, whatever comes into her mind. And that's exactly the kind of book that I imagine myself writing and I would want to write. Mm-hmm. That It's very beautiful. It's Amazing. This flow of consciousness but it's good flow of consciousness which is very rare with books and this year she published um, a book called everybody and it discusses a question of diseases a lot in it about sexuality as well and like who is allowed to have which body it's about queerness and uh, the lgbtq community Mm -hmm. but it's also about illness Mm -hmm. and how for example two very different people susan sontag and kathy acker approached them having cancer And one woman chose to have no treatment at all. And one woman just had the most violent treatment Mm -hmm. that you can get. And both of them died. And both of them found kind of like new things about themselves in the process. It's a very sad book, but Mm -hmm. it kind of, it reminded me to connect with my body and to listen to what it's trying to tell me. It's a very, very beautiful book. It sounds amazing. It's it's really good. In terms of films, as I said again, like this is the year that I learned about like David Cronenberg and films like Suspiria, which are weird. It's like a horror film from the 60s about a girl who arrives into this like weird academy and like people get killed. The blood in that film is obviously really fake so it's not a scary movie but it's mm-hmm. very visually beautiful and I kind of forced myself to watch it because it's it's the plot isn't interesting but the visuals are yeah. amazing and I think for the next year I would wish to wa- watch more of those like visually exciting films to inspire me perhaps I don't know if they do amazing did I forget anything no that's that's it amazing I want to talk about success for a short um bit yes. Because that fits to end of the year. Do oh, you yeah. feel like you you were successful this year? Is And second, what does successful for you at the moment mean? And did it change over the last year? Okay. Um, this year reminded me that it's worth living. Because I think last year I forgot about it a bit. I wasn't really happy. I, I was happy that I'm in Switzerland, obviously, because it's the best place in the world. And now being here, it is the best place. But I kind of was in this like really routine type of existence where I hated my art and just really did not know why I'm why I'm here. And even though this year a lot of shit happened, I felt like it was really worth living. Yeah, that's it was amazing. Yeah. Oh, that's it's so nice. That's a success yeah. for me. Yeah. And maybe maybe because so many things reminded me that it's so easy to die and it's so easy to lose the joy. That I was like, okay, while I'm gifted with this gift of living my life, I should really enjoy it. And I really tried until now. Um, and that was successful for me. In terms of like life achievements, I, even, even if I am successful ever, I don't think I'll ever acknowledge it. I don't think I'm su- successful. Yeah. Okay. I'm not earning what yeah. I want to be yeah. earning. Yeah. And my, okay, I would say this. My success is very linked to how much I earn. Yeah. What about you? I get that. Um, I think that was a really beautiful answer. So I'm trying to say what I want to say. I think one part that also I realized this year, I always felt like, okay, I want to 
be successful or I want to be famous with my art or I want to be able to live from it. Mm. And then I suddenly was like, these are just concepts which you can love as a concept. But what does it actually mean? Like, what do yeah. I actually want? And I realized I want to have an everyday life, yeah. which makes me happy. Yes. No matter if that means I'm people know my name or like, yeah. these are stuff that I can still want to achieve, maybe. Yeah. In the end, if I don't have that everyday life, which I appreciate, doesn't yeah. help me. Yeah. And I think that it, it sounds very basic when you say it. Yeah. But I, I realize that, that you always have these words that you strive for, mm-hmm. but you don't think about what does this word actually mean for me. Yeah. And what, what would be a word? For example, like successful or famous. Yeah. Like what kind of what kind of famous do you wanna do you wanna be a pop star? Do you wanna no. do you actually wanna earn like what part of it do you want? Do you wanna earn a lot from it? Do you want people to acknowledge your existence in art? Do you want to be able to exhibit a lot? Do you want to do yeah. art all day? Like yeah. what what part of it do you want? And mm-hmm. what does that mean for your decisions that you're taking? Yeah. Because like it's a lot that you put into one word which without reflecting on what do you actually want from it. And what do you think you want? Yeah. I mean, for me, it's always like in connection with what I produce. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do a podcast for a long time. Mm-hmm. Why? Because I always wanted to have a platform where I can talk about art without anybody stopping me and saying like, hey, you don't have enough time anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and it happened. I can talk about it. Thanks to you yeah. as well. Um, does it matter how many people hear the podcast? To be honest, no. Mm-hmm. At some point, yes. But like, I know that there's something that brings me joy And I want to keep doing it. And I know if you do something long enough and you're passionate about it, it's going to work. Yeah. Am I going to cry about it if it's not working? No. Does it give me pleasure telling people that I have a podcast? Yes. Yeah. I would say that was a success mm-hmm. up to some point. Like, yeah. and it can change. Then I can be like, oh, you know what? That episode was a failure and that month was a failure mm-hmm. or like time management mm-hmm. was a failure. Mm-hmm. But in general... I've achieved something that I was speaking about yeah. and that's important for me. That's super nice, yeah. 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 I think for me also in general, I mean, success also from the outside of like reassurance yeah. also always, it makes it easier. Like when people tell us, oh, it was a really nice podcast and if that's a few people and we see on the statistic, oh, actually this time a lot of people listen to it. Of course it helps. Yeah. And I f- for me, but at the same time, it's not just that. No. And for me, that was also with my art practice this year because... I feel like I'm a lot more confident at this point than I was yeah. a year ago. Also because I was able to exhibit a lot and because people told me, oh, what you're doing is good. You're gonna, you can have some kind of success yeah. with that. But at the same time, that doesn't mean that my anxiety got less. It's just different. I have mm-hmm. now more confidence. Like if someone tells me, if like uh, in a in a like in a discussion in school, someone doesn't like my art, I'm not sad about it because no. I'm like. Go cry about it. Like I, ha- I have yeah. places where I can show it. I'm not dependent on your opinion. But then I'm like, what if it stays on this level? What if I just exhibit now where I exhibit, but it doesn't go any further? What yeah. if I never make money with it? Like all these questions, because mm-hmm. they're just new problems that come with. Like with yeah. new solutions, yeah. there are new problems, and this realization of like, okay, even though I want some kind of like also external success, and maybe and also financial success. 
mm-hmm. how do I live my life and how in what way do I want to do art that I also have like an emotional success of feeling yeah. like I'm not just jumping from anxiety to anxiety in yeah. different levels yeah because that's not yeah what we're striving for would you say that something mm-hmm. will substitute for not having success in art like a successful relationship mm-hmm. would that be enough <laughs> oh that's a really good question I think sometimes I think that yeah sometimes That could even like I'm I'm like like this is a fear therapeutic fear. Every episode we have we have this word that you cannot pronounce. I can't do it. <laughs> I love it. Therapeutic talk. It's like a, this is now it has to be one always like a it's a concept at this yes. point. Yes. Yeah. Um. But I think sometimes where I feel like oh I'm with a nice person right now even if it's not a relationship. It gives mm-hmm. me more confidence of I'm being liked, so the art isn't as oh. It it also is really important, but like I already have some kind of reassurance, and right. if I don't have that, I'm putting all the reassurance in my art. Yeah. So yes, it has a connection. Mm. Um, but also, oh, there's this really great. I it's from it's in Florence Givens podcast. She invited someone, <laughs> and she. <laughs> she invited someone. She invited someone. I we can put her name into the description. <laughs> I forgot her name. I'm so sorry. But um, and she was the people that always feel like they're too much in relationships. So maybe just go and put that energy into their art and just cuddle in the evening with their boy or girl or um whatever friend. Ooh. And I thought that's really like that's a raya coping. Yes. But it has something good in it to like, yeah. Because then you put your energy and your love where, like, you can where it also feels good because it's your art, it's your project, yeah. And you still have love and energy for a relationship or with yeah. multiple relationships or friendships, but it's a different. It's not that need of like I need to put it somewhere this love that yeah. I have. Like I already yeah. put it somewhere where it's yeah. safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting. I mean, because I'm trying to answer that question because this year was the year where I felt like really loved and i finally not that i believed but like i keep being surprised that somebody can actually love me not Mm -hmm. say that they love me but prove it with like the amount of forgiveness they have for me and at the same time it's kind of me thinking that i'm being loved it's like really tied to my personality and my personality is really tied to me being weird and artsy Mm -hmm. and i feel like One of the reasons why people might love me is because I'm so passionate about something. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this passion for art also drives my inner energy and why people might love my energy. Mm-hmm. Or like my humor might come from art or whatever or mm-hmm. what I talk about. And that's why one wouldn't exist without the other. Yes. No, yeah. for sure. And I also have these moments I had that um, lately once where it's like there was just suddenly there's this um thing cross or you feel like now this two hours where it isn't spent on art because I spent it with you, it was over my boundary. Yeah. Like and I, I decided that for myself. Yeah. But then you suddenly like I should have come earlier to school. Mm. And it doesn't mean that it's something negative. Like I'm yeah. not mad at the person, but it's just like suddenly I feel it and sometimes you don't feel it. Sometimes it's like it's okay to spend yeah less time in the atelier. And that goes on for a few bit of time. Yeah. Out of whatever reason. And then suddenly you're like, okay, now I, I need to again be there. 
and yeah. I, I can enjoy the time yeah. with you if I'm not going there. Yeah, yeah. I but think I would really profit from like planning where I have the free time to spend like with my partner yeah. because if I don't plan it in and if I don't feel like it's also adding something to my routine, I will always feel happier being at school. Mm. Not happier, not happier. I would feel more accomplished and more successful. Yeah, I I, I can't say if I agree for myself, but I get the feeling. Yeah, for me it's it. I have faces. Yeah, sometimes yeah. I'm like, oh no, it's it's I re I feel successful because I'm successful in my um, relationships, not only romantic, but like I feel like, oh, I have a good social life, so I feel yeah. successful. Yeah. And I think that's also something from this year. I think I've never had such an amazing support system around me. Cool. And I had a lot of very lonely faces in my life. And where sometimes I knew that I was lonely, but I was like, that's okay, I'm used to it. Uh-huh. And now I'm like this is actually really amazing being so in such a support system where I'm like when I'm sad I can tell so many people about it that I'm sad and so many people will be there for me yeah while I'm sad yeah and then they know how to be there for me also and that's so amazing and I love it so much and it also scares me good time to be sad <laughs> also happy whatever but like I'm not so scared of being yeah. down yeah and like and also but, but also it, sharing happiness yes. that people will actually be happy yes, for you exactly. and not you know jealous or tell. something yeah and but it scares me because uni ends this year and i hope that a big part of the support system will stay yeah but you'd never know yeah. how it changes and that mm. scares me but it's amazing to lift that in that moment right now and to know that i'm looking for that and that i know i want to be in a place and with people where I can have some kind of support system like I have right now. Yeah. Also in my future. Yeah. Because it gives me so much room also to do art, to experiment, because I know I have this safety net yeah. of people and safety net. Also just, yeah, just happiness. And it like, you could go for a drink in the evening and you, I don't know, we're like in Atelier at three, we're going for a coffee and then you meet and talk about what you're doing. And it's, yeah. it's just so much more fun life like that. Yeah. Okay. Are we approaching the end? Yeah. Okay. What do you want to talk about first? Like the, maybe like three, Three goals, very quick ones, like snappy mm -hmm. fast. And then like the, the question that we both liked from we're not yeah. really strangers. Yeah. Okay, three goals. I'm just, I didn't think about it. So I'm just going to say whatever. Um, <laughs> first, trying, being my most badass self next year. Okay. Just doing the Are shit you I not want. Yet? I think I am. Okay. But like, I want to, I feel like I'm growing more and more into it. Just doing what I want and being with who I want. And yeah. And I more doing that for next year. Like okay. This is, this is a focus yeah. point. Right. Second, um, really diving into art shit and risking stuff. Because yep. now is the time to risk things. I'm at yep. the start of my career as an artist and I want to try things and I want to experiment. And yep. third, really looking after myself and people that are important to me and pride for... <laughs> oh, we've got two this time. Right bingo. Rising. That's a bingo. <laughs> Four is a bingo, okay? It's a half bingo. <laughs> um, and pride. <laughs> That's a three. <laughs> Not saying it anymore. Putting that in focus. Prioritizing. Thank you. Thank you. You yeah. have my tongue if you. Yours but isn't. <laughs> I have one brain and one tongue. Tongue now. Yes. Um. <laughs> That's not so weird. We obviously have a wrong name for a podcast. It should be collective brain speaking. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're going to change it. Okay. Goal for next year. Podcast name change. Podcast name change. Um, w One person. 
actually, she commented, my friend. Mm -hmm. Your friend. Anya, yeah. Mm -hmm. She commented on the fact that she cannot stop but think every time that she sees the name of our podcast that it's good. Oh, I'm so glad to hear so that. So thank you. We were we were struggling with names. No, we weren't. I'm basically a copywriter. Like the stuff that comes out of my mouth yeah. is always but a we, brand. But we couldn't concept. decide between professionally without profession or professionally unprofessional. Yeah, yeah. But even now that you say it, it I'm makes so, so much it, more sense. It makes so much yeah. more sense. Yeah. Yeah. My goals: one, money management; two, skill building; three. Getting rid of anxiety approaching people. This, ah, Like, I need to approach teachers that I need to ask about how to make my fucking projects happen. Approach, I don't know, potential job people. And just approaching people I want to hang out with. Like, mm. ah, because sometimes I'm just scared to go to a party where people have invited me. Mm. Like, that's just crazy anxiety stupidity. Yeah. Yeah. Last question. What was Last it? Question. Like, the beautiful one. Yes. What's a memory this past year that makes you smile just thinking about it? Oh, it's so cute. I just love the question. I know. We don't have to answer. <laughs> you can just put it out there. Yeah. You can also think it for yourself. But do you have an answer? I do. I want to hear it. Actually, I do You know why I said, like, that this... Like, I'm ready... No, I'm not ready. Um, That this year made me feel like it's worth living is because there were so many memories this past year that make me smile just thinking mm -hmm. about them. And I know that they're in the past and those stories might be closed off, but but there were so many moments. Like I remember once standing on like a small beach on the no on the aisle next to Vienna, for oh, example, yeah. and looking into the sun and it was warm and there was so much potential of how this city can be useful to me and it was just beautiful being there mm -hmm. croatia yeah. just the whole time i've spent there with you yeah. was a big moment that puts a smile on my face riding a bike and like i don't know going oh skinny dipping yeah. jumping off of cliffs like seeing it's dolphins seeing dolphins in the sunset like L it's just laughing so hard that we're that you peed all the time <laughs> that i pee yeah my my, oh, my bad jokes <laughs> i mean it was just so good it was like exactly that week or like 10 days where i forgot 14th day, 14th day, yeah I like that i forgot about everything that exists yeah. apart from this microcosm in this in croatia it's like this summers that you normally see in movies Yeah, it was a movie summer yeah. with us taking total control of it being a movie yeah. summer. Yes. But not it wasn't like we wasted energy on it being good. Yeah. We started the podcast there. Yes. I finally realized that my small dream of, of starting a podcast with someone that I really appreciate will come true. And it's it's a real that was that was amazing. Yeah. It was. I need I will dare I would just say the same. I mean Croatia. Like, I think yeah. we said everything that's needed to say. But, um, um, and also, Vienna. Oh, yeah. We already mentioned that. But that was just... Oh, I was... That was amazing. Yeah. That was, like... I was like, this is... I'm living my best life. Yeah. And... <laughs> 
<laughs> then I have. Oh my god, do you remember the flirty guy who fell over? <laughs> oh my god. Oh, we were in a secondhand store and we bought so much cool shit. And the guy that was selling it to us was super flirty. But he was also like, he, he seemed, was so queer. Yes. But so flirty. I, I never thought he was bisexual. People. He was bisexual know. for sure. But, but he first was just you felt so like, no, he's just choking around. And suddenly you're like, oh no, this is flirting. Yeah. And then he wanted to be cool and he just fell over. Yeah. And he, I think he was VTech, his name was. I met oh, him yeah. in a bar. Yes. I went to and the bar. And we called. hid from him. Oh my God, we hid from <laughs> him once because he said he was working in a bar called Einhorn. And we um, happened to pass next to that bar. <laughs> and he was walking there in his like amazing trench coat. Their style was just beyond. The, the style was awesome. Yeah. And we just <laughs> hid. Bad and we had like I had like I think the, some pink pants or something so obviously he knew he who. knew I had the purple pants that yeah. I bought at his <laughs> store while he was there I don't even know why we hid it was just an awkward situation to talk but it yeah, was just it generally was, bad and then we also did tarot cards in a bar in the evening oh my and god drank, yes like, but wait I haven't finished the story yeah. he um gave me free shots amazing I, I earned them Perfect. You did. Yeah. You read it. Yeah. No, yeah. it was it was amazing. It was. Um, yeah. I also carried flowers with me all around. That was oh, also yeah. fun. The that project. Was that was weird, but <laughs> also pretty fun. Yeah. Um, and then I have one more moment that came to my mind. I think it was at the start of summer. Um, it was the first time that I went to Safira to the horse that I now am riding in the Cern. Oh, yeah. And I cycled down for the hill, which I first got up for like, I had to cycle up for 45 minutes. Yeah. And I normally don't do sports. Yeah. I never did that ever again. I normally always take the bus, yeah. but this time I thought it's a good idea. But the going down was amazing because it was like 20 minutes of just driving down the hill. Yeah. And it was looking like at the mountains and mountain. And then I was in the city and I was like, still have some time. And I sat in a coffee and listen to some music and it was like this perfect it was like before i felt it was like a long period of processing and being sad yeah. and confused yeah. about my life yeah and at this point i felt like this is the feeling of happiness that i was looking for yeah. this whole time and yeah. i'm feeling it again oh wow and that was such a powerful and beautiful yeah. moment and now also when i'm walking by this coffee i'm like always thinking about it because i'm like i want to remember that feeling because yeah. sometimes you forget it again yeah. and it's I never the same coffee coffee no. is not coffee no um i'm so scared that we sound so privileged yeah at this moment but it is what it is or like you cannot kind of you won't lie about your life i no. think it's stupid not sharing and we are privileged yeah. in some way yeah and we also I just want to acknowledge yes. that no, if it course. sounds that way that we're not trying to be pretentious yes. but I wouldn't I wouldn't want to lie or like pretend like No, I think it's a super important point like all yeah. of these things even just studying art and doing the life that we're doing is like yeah. not very accessible to many people and we fully realize that but I think it's still important to share. Yeah. Yeah. On this note, I wish everybody to have a very productive and yet caring <laughs> year. Yes. 2023. Yeah. Fuck, yes. I'm old. <laughs> I'm young. Okay. Young. Have a very nice Christmas. And we will come and back in four weeks? Yes. Four weeks. Yeah. Goodbye, and, everyone. Um, yeah, take some time off if you can. And yeah. I hope you have some of the moments that make you smile. Bye. Bye. <laughs>